Kia ora, I'm Edie Arangi and welcome to Oho Mauri. Oho Mauri is where I'll be having kōrero with some kick-ass Māori who are raised urban and discussing their journey to discovering their tuakiri Māori, from stories of disconnection and loss of identity to finding themselves and standing proud in who they are as Māori. Come along with me on this journey of awakening the mana and power of standing strong in who you are. Kilda, welcome to episode two of Oho Modi. Today I'm going to be having a conversation or quoted all with one of my ex-students. When I decided to create this podcast, she was the first person that came to mind. Today's quoted is gonna be with Essence and I'm just gonna get her to introduce herself a little. Kira Kuisin Tokuingwa Ko Matsi Temanga Kowaya Wikatiawa Kote Fakato Hiate we Kumatira te hapu Kumatatua te waka kuo pikete marai. Uh so I was born and raised in Auckland Maniriwa. Um I guess being raised in the city probably wasn't the right place for me to be um for the for the way I was so passionate about Māori uh um it, I feel like Auckland took away or not ruined but like uh maybe yeah took away how I forgot about Te Ao Māori um I feel that um, it made me think like maybe, oh, is being Māori bad or stuff like that. Um, one thing I wish I knew being about Māori, um, I feel like I wish I knew that Māori wasn't bad. Uh, I was and still um, was being raised in a type of whānau that Māori wasn't like their focus or not, or talking about Māori uh, wasn't an everyday subject. Um, my nan, my mum's mum, uh, she was in a generation where uh, she wasn't allowed to speak Māori at school, you'll get a hiding if you did. Um, so she was so influenced by that that uh, she started to get mad at me for learning new words about Māori and, you know, talking to her in Māori, but she would say, oh, why you keep talking Māori and all that, you know, talking Māori isn't always good. So that made me think, oh, so I shouldn't speak Māori or I shouldn't embrace my culture. Uh, so I wish I knew that uh, being Māori was okay, being a wahine Māori is okay. So you mentioned that there was a lack of connection for you to who you are as Māori. Your lack of identity as Māori or your tuakiri feeling lost because you were always told by your queer that, um, or you were questioned why you were using what little deal you had. Um, because she wasn't allowed to speak the real. How much has that impacted you? And, or how has that affected you wanting to to grow more, I guess, in, 
in becoming who you're meant to be, um, who you're truly meant to be as Māori? Mm, um, it affected me a lot uh, because it, always getting told that question, or always getting told that um, you know a mix of you with your emotions, and then it starts to make you question those kind of mm-hmm. um, thoughts. So then uh, that. How it impact or oh, affected me was um, I actually uh, felt that being Maori wasn't right, so I sort of gave up on Maori. I didn't um, really feel so passionate about Maori, uh, but then the more I grew up and the more I realised this and that, uh, then I started getting back on track with Māori and from there. Cool. Because um, just, just taking from what you just said there, that's how a lot of our urban race Māori feel. So the fact that they feel like being Māori isn't okay or being Māori is wrong or um, not even wanting anything to do with their Māori culture or Māori identity, it's not un- uncommon. And it's actually quite a big thing and a massive reason why these conversations and these quoted are important because there are so many people like you, yes, even adults like your queer who, who was forced to not speak the deal. And so that became her life where she felt what, well, in my opinion, she felt like it was wrong because she was told constantly that speaking on the deal Māori was wrong. She would, she would have been corrected. She would have been beaten at school speaking te reo. and so that's become a massive impact on a lot of our urbanized Māori to the point where like you they had they wanted absolutely nothing to do with their tuakiri nothing to do with their culture so on the other side of that you finished off saying that you are now back on track to wanting to grow and wanting to, to develop your tuakiri what's caused the change in you. What, what changed in you, to want to find out and to push in who you are as Māori? I think it was probably my dad. <laughs> yeah, um, he had taught me so much and told me, you know, it's okay to be Māori. You you can express your culture. You can embrace it. You can do all of this stuff, it doesn't matter what anyone says or anything like that. You can have a strong passion for Māori. I think he was the reason um, I'm passionate about Māori today. I think later on in the years, um, I guess mum um, realised that I was real passionate about Māori and supported me in that and that helped me be more stronger. I guess, in that. You mentioned that being raised here in Tāmaki took away your whakaro of being Māori, but also in home, not, uh, I guess, not identifying or not allowing you to connect to your te ao Māori or your, your tuakiri. What impacts has that had on you today? Well, up until this point. Yeah. 
uh, I want to go home more and uh, learn more about the culture because um, learning the culture in Auckland um, there's going to be a lot and a lot and a lot of judgment <laughs> and um, I feel like that just comes with age to um, ignore those uh, but I feel that obviously I'm not mature enough to um, handle those so I think going back home where you know you're around your whanau and that kind of culture I guess um, really helps you in how you want to grow your identity just just to comment on something you just said I think we're at a stage now where as Māori we're no longer ignoring stuff so we're in the generation now where we are freely speaking about the wrongs we are freely speaking out against things that shouldn't be happening which is why I talk about being unapologetic now and it's taken me a bit to get here like you I would try and ignore voices or ignore comments made by people i would ignore walking through a shop where i got followed by the people who worked in the shop to the point now where i am purely and unapologetically speaking what needs to be said and that's the generation we're in now one thing for you is you are you've got a really big heart and and so I really hope that you are able to find your voice and you did mention that before to find your voice and to find who you are and to find your strength in speaking your truth because when you speak your truth that's all that matters and it doesn't matter what anyone else says as long as you are speaking your truth then what anyone else says it shouldn't affect you and it shouldn't matter I I guess leading on to that is um, what what do you aim, well, where do you aim to be say in about five years in regards to who you are as Māori? Where do you want to be or what do you want to what do you want to have achieved in five years time? I want to have achieved or to know that I've achieved uh I would love to know that I'm a manawahine, you know, I've, <laughs> I've, I've done all these kapaka and I've, um, you know, gone back home, learned all of that, gone everywhere to learn the culture and then coming back to Auckland and knowing, yes, I I did it. I <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. <laughs> so you talked about not having much support at home and about your queer and just her reactions to, I guess, what was a bit of a, a, a mummy part of her life. So what, what support could you have at home or what support could be better for you developing your tuakiri at home? Uh, uh, being taught more about the Māori culture and the kaupapa um, and the way our tipuna had fought and their mana 
to stand strong in the quinoa on the land. So, uh, Talking about going home, so we've had conversations over the years about your wanting or your your yearning to go home and live with your dad. So dad lives in Oporsuki. Does he still live in Oporsuki? And so dad lives in Oporsuki. And the way I remember you telling me this is that you said that you want to dress like a farm person. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which is literally, so a farm person literally in like hunting gears and stuff like that. That is, that was like how you explained it to me. If you had the opportunity to go home back to Oporsuki to live with dad, what difference do you think that would make to you with developing or building your who you are? Mm. Probably just knowing who I am more. The, yeah. And <laughs> that's it. Just knowing who I am. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing with Essence, so I taught her a couple of years ago at the previous school I worked at and she shone in Kabaka and her passion to want to know about who she was as Māori and just seeing who she was or the drive behind her her willingness to learn is is one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to get her on this um, to have a cordial with her today but what are some or how else are you uh, building your identity as Māori? So you, you obviously do kabaka, which she has a pretty amazing voice when she sings. So what are some other elements or what are some other ways in which you are enhancing your tuakiri Māori? Carry on following my tikanga or um, going back home and you know learning more about that and you know, that will help finding my identity because then I know, oh, yeah, you can do this, you can do that. And then knowing you uh, by seeing that is... And because you, you do live here with mum and mum's doing an amazing job with you and, and sometimes we make decisions as parents for our kids that we think are the best ones. And I know mum's making the best choices or what she thinks is the best choices for you. So you do have some amazing support networks. If if you could have more support at home with your with you developing your passion or your um, drive to be Māori or to stand purely in who you are as Māori, what sort of supports would you want at home? Um, probably like you know getting to know more about the tikanga and um, how you do things as a maori um maybe learning the language more um because that does help in some ways um um Yeah, I think that's it. Okay. When we think about Māori people in general, or people who are out there in Te Māori, who would you say are some of your role models in 
sort of who you look up to or who you aspire to become like in the old Māori? Uh, first of all, you. <laughs> I feel that um, you have um, really helped me be more passionate about Māori or, um, you know, really stand up for Māori. Um, yeah, so thank you for that. Uh, also, Mesirika and Stamwuka, mm-hmm. I feel that um, they're so strong to, uh, you know, go out there and sing songs in Māori and, um, you know, show who they are and be that passionate and strong. So just last part though for you, in regards to, I guess, encouragement to people who are on the same journey as you, no matter how old they are, there are people who are still finding who they are as Māori. So what would some words of encouragement from you be to them? Uh, keep staying passionate about your culture. Uh, it doesn't matter how many times people can criticise you. If you're strong enough to face that or ignore it, you're strong enough to do anything. And that's what can make you a mana wahine or mana tani or something. So just want to say thank you for taking the time to sit with me today and bringing your story into the light and, and acknowledging areas on, in your world that aren't what you want them to be. You are a very strong wahine. You are finding who you are and you are still very young. And so your journey isn't over. And there's a lot about you that you are still finding. And you're going to get there. I guess one thing uh, this whole time that's come to mind is something that my queer said to me. And it's, it's, a, it's my reason why I stand strong in who I am today. She said to me that mana wahine isn't about being the loudest voice in the room. Manawahine is standing up for and um, believing in what is true to you. So for you, I want to leave you with that because I, I think you are an amazingly strong um, Māori wahine. And so it's now about you finding your voice and standing up for what you truly believe in. <music>